0: Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Precision Rifle Channel podcast. I am here with my good friend Brittany McMillan from McMillan Fiberglass Stocks. Brittany, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Travis?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. So, for anybody who lives under a rock and isn't familiar with you guys, tell us a little bit about McMillan. Uh,
1: McMillan makes fiberglass stocks for bolt-action rifles. We've been in the industry since 1973 when my grandfather started. Um, He was just out of the military and was in competitive shooting with him and his brothers and thought he could make a better stock than what he had access to when he got out of the military. And so he sat down and just for him and uh, his brothers and friends kind of started making stocks out of fiberglass on the kitchen table with my grandma. Um, (laughs) And that kind of you know, that kind of evolved over a uh, couple months, couple years, and kept making stocks. And a finally went out to the garage. She was happy she got her kitchen table back. Um, but She was still in the garage helping. Um, and then over the course of the next couple of years, the Marine Corps got a hold of what he was doing. Um, and that's kind of where McMillan is known for getting its start, is the original Marine Corps contract uh, for the original M40A1. Uh, not many people know that we actually did start in the competitive shooting sports uh, versus with the military, uh, but have continued, you know, working with the military and, and supporting all areas of the shooting industry uh, since 1973.
0: That's phenomenal. So your, your grandfather literally said, I'm going to do something better and told your grandma, I'm taking your kitchen over.
1: Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and she was okay with it, um, you know. It was before I was born. So the stories I hear, she was okay with it. Um, she sat there and helped. She um, she, she worked in the business just as hard as my grandfather did um, all the way up until she decided she was ready to retire and take a step back. But she, it, it was definitely the two of them.
0: That's phenomenal. So ever since the inception of the company then, it has always been a family business.
1: It is, yep. Um, we... Uh, now, my brother, um, actually all of our siblings have all worked for the company at some different, you know, point in time. Um, my dad's brother worked for the company for a little bit, but he also owns another company that's pretty well known in the industry, which is McMillan Machine. Um, they make uh, actions and um, other firearm parts. So they, we've all been in the industry and we've all been a part of McMillan um, fiberglass stocks in some capacity. Um, right now it's me and my dad that are running it my grandparents obviously passed away uh, back in 2000 and 2010 um so it's just the two of us and my dad's wife um is our cfo so we're we're all together but yeah we've all at some point in our life have all worked in the family business and it's always been owned by the mcmillan family
0: that's phenomenal it's always great to hear of uh success stories and family-owned businesses really making a mark in the industry.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely um, not common, um, and it and it's very um, it's very rare that family businesses are able to last so long. You know, oftentimes it's a short period of time um, or short-lived as generations kind of move on and, and find a difference area of interest, um, or with the economy changing. Um, but it's one thing that we've been able to, to kind of keep a hold of. It's, it's, it's an important part for me, um, to maintain my, my, my dad and my grandparents' legacy and, and continue what they started.
0: Absolutely. So for, for those of the people out there that have never picked up one of your stocks or never been behind it, what would you say is the biggest, advantage that you guys have over your competitors, or why would I go with you versus somebody else?
1: Couple reasons. Um, we use the, the top of the line material that's on the market. Um, all of our socks are made with fiberglass and or carbon fiber. Um, they're all made to order. Uh, and when I say made to order, unless you've seen our facility, it's really hard to, to get across what that means. Um, our process starts with somebody calling up and, and inquiring about a stock, and then, uh, you know, we start asking a bunch of questions. And it may may seem overwhelming to the customer, but there's really purpose behind it. We're not just being nosy. Um, we ask a minimum of 17 very specific questions to the firearm um, that you're looking to purchase a stock for, um, from you know, your length of pull, which people are like, well, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, I don't even know what that is, whatever's standard. Um, But when you get into, you know, competitive shooting like the NRL, that's important to be comfortable behind your your firearm. So it it is an important part. Um, We ask, you know, we want to know the specific bottom metal, the action manufacturer, the model of the action. Um, We've seen as action manufacturers develop, they also modify actions and change just to make their product better, like everybody else does. Um, We allow for all of those changes. Um, So we ask a plethora of questions just to ensure that when we make your stock, it's exactly what you want and exactly what you ordered, and it'll fit the gun that you're building. Um,
0: And you guys get as specific as color as well, correct?
1: So we have, Gosh, probably 35 different pigment colors that um, a customer can select any we recommend two to three colors to create a marble pattern but you can create a marble pattern of any colors you want I've seen people do uh, like monster green black and gray Um, we see a lot of red white and blue for more of the F class you know competitive um, shooting type uh, applications we see um, Or, I guess, on the girly side of things, you know, pinks and purples. Um, We have Tiffany Blue. I just built myself a rifle that's a carbon ambush finish, but it's Tiffany Blue and grape
0: uh, on a
1: black drop of of black. So um, it can be as custom as you want. And the one thing, because every part of our stock is handmade, um, everything is done by hand from start to finish. And I know, Travis, you've been on a tour. You've seen that. Um, it literally is done by hand. So every single part from um, the orders are checked by four different levels of management in the company to make sure that it's correct. Not to say that we don't make a mistake from time to time, um, but a lot of times, you know, customers, uh, we may miss some information or it may be misinterpreted when it's going back and forth. We'll fix it. But um, we've got people that check it at every stage after it's been completed. So once the, the shell has been made, it's checked uh, for quality control. And then it's sent on to the next department. It's filled, then it's checked for quality control. Then it goes to the mill room to inlet for the specific action, um, rails or, or barrels and, and things like that. Then it's checked again uh, for quality control. And it, it goes back and then it's checked again before um, by two different people before it even leaves the facility. Um, one of the reasons why it takes us so long to get a stock out uh because it is all done by hand um even our cnc machines even though they are machine um program for inletting i still have a a machinist sitting at the machine running each stock and inspecting it while it's while it's running it's not a 24 hour you know non-manned machine that can then operate on the weekends um and each stock takes a minimum of 15 to 25 minutes to run just through the machine um the milling part so it, it's not a it's not a quick speedy uh process so um what makes us different is one all we we can tell you well i can't but my production manager can walk out and you could probably tell him the name on the tag and he could probably tell you exactly where in the shop it is even okay. with the 20,000 stocks we have on order um, it's Uh, it's a pretty intense process um, but we take ownership and and pride in each one that we make and so does everybody that works here Um, so you're getting the best quality product as well as the heart behind it
0: and you can absolutely tell that when you hold one of your stocks in, in your hand the quality that goes into it i was personally when i came down there a couple of months ago or to check out and do a tour and hang out with you. I was really shocked at the fact that it is virtually 100% handmade. You know, I had in my mind this big factory that pressed these out and it went through some kind of, you know, processor or whatever, but you literally had, you know, these these groups of people at every different station working on these hand by hand. And I remember, I, I think one of the, most impressive parts that I saw was you had a group of ladies that were there like color matching and patching and, and fixing any little imperfection. Um, And I thought just, you know, that attention to detail and that skill and that craft to make sure everything matches perfect. And the whole nine yards was pretty phenomenal.
1: Yeah. So we have a whole patching department um, and they're very artistic people. Uh, we've got a group of really artistic people in the patching department as well as the mold, uh, the mold, we call it the mold room, which is where they make the shell of the stock, which uh, is where they lay the patterns, the color patterns for the stock um, in the beginning. And they're very artistic, um, but the, the ladies specifically in the patching department, um, they can look at the tag and see the colors that were used to create that, that finish but then they go back into the mold room and get those pigments. And so they are literally, like, combing over every inch of that stock for feel, look. Um, They're sanding down any um, of the seam line. You're going to be able to see the seam line, and we try to blend that with pigments as much as we can. Um, That's why we call the molded-in finishes a utility-grade finish. It's not cosmetically perfect but we do everything in our power to blend those colors together to make it look like it's uniform Um, and it's amazing what we can fix you'd you'd be surprised at the stocks that we get back in from a customer that have a chunk taken out because they were bedding or something Mm -hmm. and they they bedded it incorrectly or got too much compound up on the side and they pulled out part of the gel coat and the the pigment and a lot of people are like, "Oh, this isn't going to be able to be fixed." You know, I'm just going to need to buy a new stock. And we're like, "Well, just send it in. We'll take a look at it." And nine times out of ten, these girls, without a, without a blink, can just fix it, and and you'd never know there was a problem with it. Um, That's so awesome. They're, they're very talented. We've got a lot of them who've been here. We've got a lot of employees who've been here, uh, pushing 30 years now. So 30
0: years as an employee. Yeah. That you must. Yeah. yeah. They're like aunts and uncles then.
1: Yeah. Uh, we honestly, we have one that walks around our shop and, and her name's grandma. Like uh, she refers to herself as grandma. And when I see her, I call her grandma. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we've got, and we've got a lot of family. We've got a lot of family that works within our family business. Um, a lot of, you know, aunts and um, nieces or uncles and nieces, um, husbands and wives. We have a couple of hundred husbands and wives. We've had a couple of, of couples who have worked for us over the years. Um, unfortunately, because they've been here for so long with us, um, we've we've had a few pass on, and, but their spouses are still here. Right. Um, so we've had, like I said, we've got a couple of employees that started in 86, um, oh. 86, 87, a couple of them that are. I don't know if this is good or bad, but I've been here since <laughs> I was in diapers still. So they, they've they known me since I was a baby.
0: That's uh, phenomenal. Started
1: working. They actually started working for the company when they were still running the company out of my grandfather's garage.
0: Wow, that's, that's so. truly an amazing story. So one of the things that you brought up was lead time. And <laughs> lead time in the competitive world is something that we've learned to deal with, but it's still something very uh, frustrating, I guess you could say. But to help combat that, if I'm not mistaken, when I did the tour, you guys have come up with another solution.
1: Yeah, so our current lead time on a completely custom stock that you call and order over the phone from from the ground up runs about four to six months. Uh, We don't particularly like it, but... um, we do it any faster we're we're sacrificing quality so we're not willing to do that so our alternative to that is we have an online store it's the online retail store that's on the mcmillan site um we have two different options in that area one we have stocks that are completely ready ready to go they're our most popular models and in our most popular finishes and they're inletted for the most popular actions so on the shelf right now are factory Remington but we have A5s, A6s, adjustable A6s, carbon fiber A5s, you know, the most popular um, accessories put onto those stocks, but they're inletted for factory Remington. Um, obviously we know in this, this industry or in the sport, there's so much customization and so much um, choice available that it's too hard for us to predict what everyone's gonna have. We could pick the action, yeah. That's the most popular action but everyone's barrel is going to be different and so we can't we can't predict everything so our second alternative to that is so you can get those stocks right off the shelf you can order them online today and i'll ship them out this afternoon um if you have a remington or if you're able to do some you know minor modifications you know to accept some of the remington footprints easy you can get it out the door today the other alternative that we have, and we're offering them, they're coming back um, within the next two weeks, especially for the A5, the A6 series, is our Inlet Ready stocks. So what we've done is we've taken our most popular stocks again, um, and we're going to start with the A5, and we will finish them out with the most popular accessories. So it'll be an adjustable cheek piece. It'll, you know, we'll have, maybe have a couple of different SKUs, but um, some will have flush cups and a variety of locations. Some will have uh, you know, pick rails, just different accessories that are that are popular and sought after in the industry or in the sport. Um and those and in the most popular finishes as well. They'll be molded in finishes. So we have a bunch of those. We run those. They're not inleted yet, but everything else on the stock is completed. So we have those in a box and you can place an order for it. And they're gonna be available for Remington footprint action. So your defiances, your you know um, ultimatums, things like that that are all remington footprints you can place an order you can pick this particular a5 that has these accessories in this finish we will ask you your specifics of your barrel and your action and your bottom metal and we'll inlet it you're going to be able to get that stock in about four to six weeks versus oh, wow. four to six months so the advantage is you're still getting a custom stock from mcmillan there's nothing different about them you're getting it in four to six weeks. The disadvantage is you've got to be willing to be a little bit more flexible on either the finish or the accessories on it. So, um, you know, we won't change things out. So if there's flush cups on it and the guy doesn't want flush cups, he wants rails instead, we're not going to change them out Um, because in doing that, you've seen our process, Travis, it's going to have to go back through half of our, our production process and it doesn't, it doesn't save any time and it doesn't help and it, and it doesn't feel right for us for the customer who's placed the custom order to get exactly what they want to have online store people be able to come in and, you know, oh, I'm right. going to, I'm going to just change everything about what you offer and I'm going to still get it in four to six weeks. So we don't make any changes to what we offer on the inlet readies. Um, so what
0: that's you is what you customers. get.
1: Right. So we have those three different levels. You can get exactly what we have in stock ready to go. You can have it semi-custom in that you're limited to the colors and the uh, accessories that we put out there, or you can do completely custom. And that kind of covers all three, you know, all three avenues and gives everybody a good option um, to choose from.
0: Very nice. That's awesome. So now I I want to take a a, a quick sidestep and change direction here real quick. Okay. Many people don't know this because this is kind of new for you as well even though you've really taken the the bull by the horns, so to speak but let's talk guardian long-range precision rifle competitions and your new position with them.
1: Yeah so for all of you who haven't heard about the guardian long-range competition um, it is a charity organization that was actually started by Gary Larson Um, and McMillan got on board as as a sponsor. And it's a quick, funny story. I don't share all of it because if you've come to a Guardian match or you plan on it, you'll hear the real good story from Gary and and it's worth me skimming over it. But basically Gary got lost at SHOT Show. And if you've ever been to SHOT Show, it's not very hard to do, but he got lost in front of the McMillan booth. And so while he was waiting for someone to come and rescue him and get him back on track to where he was supposed to be, he started chit-chatting with my dad um, just about, just about what the guardian was. And, um, my dad, you know, was listening, but in a couple of minutes in, he's like, you know, what, you really, you need to stop for a second. Um, you actually need to talk to my daughter, um, for a couple of reasons. One, she does all the sponsorship for the company, but two, she's a foster parent. So at that time I was going through the process of becoming a licensed foster parent in Arizona. Um, and so Gary and I ended up talking for, I don't know, maybe an hour at SHOT Show, uh, probably shedding a few tears uh, with just stories back and forth. Um, And I won't share too much of his story, but basically The Guardian came out of the fact that he was was an orphan um, in his early teens and was in the system in in Michigan um, and ended up getting adopted um, right before he was ready to age out of the system. And so he kind of lived the life of the the story you hear of the foster kid who kind of got kept getting pushed back, um, and, and put back into the system and kept getting rejected by uh, his foster families, and so um, he turned out to be an amazing guy. Obviously, he ended up um, starting this foundation, and it's precision rifle style matches, um, very similar to the NRL matches in terms of the course of fire and you know how things are run. The major difference is it's all a charity, so everything that we raise um, go 100% of it goes back to Bethany Christian Services, uh, which is the largest adoption Christian adoption and foster agency. Um, so basically, we get a bunch of people together to shoot and 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 pay to participate in the event and raffle off prizes, and all that money goes to help kids find their forever home. So I went out because they had asked me to, they had talked about, Hey, it'd be fun to have an East or a West coast match. We haven't had a, a West coast match. And, and I said, Shot Show, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out a way to do it. And I think they thought the conversation was kind of diet shot show. Um, and they didn't expect to have a, a match on the West coast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I said, okay, well in March, I said, well, I need to figure out what your matches look like. So I need to go out to one of your matches and, and see what, what it's about. And I need to get out there early so I can plan. So I ended up going out to the match in um, April and I think I kind of got addicted or they wrote me in, I'm not sure which one, but I haven't <laughs> missed, well, I've missed one, but I haven't looked back. So in June, I kind, I joined their leadership team. Um, so it's Gary Larson, the founder of myself, and Tim Nolan, who's the national match director um we just we do our best to put on these matches that raise as much money as we can uh for foster kids so they can you know they can have a family
0: that's awesome so. i mean what what a noble cause i remember you know i met gary face to face i think the, at shot show for the first time as well he and i, I chatted on social media before that and um you know shot show is crazy how, how yeah. you're able to spend an hour of time with him is pretty spectacular because that show is just in- insane for you guys. But his story and what he's done for, you, you know, his life experience and trying to give back to everybody else out there who needs placement is just phenomenal. And um, utilizing two of his passions, you know, with the precision rifle shooting and helping – kids find you know their permanent homes is brilliant
1: yeah it. um i I don't want to speak for him but i know we we talk a lot um and this whole creative fellowship or this ministry that he started um he'll tell you that he didn't do it alone but he really did Um, he, he's got a lot of help now and a lot of support, but, um, he did, he started as, this was just a dream and he didn't really know where it was going to go when it was a couple of matches, um, in North Carolina. And, um, this, we're just finishing up the fifth year and, um, raised, gosh, I don't even know what the most current number is because we just had a match. Um, I'd say we're probably somewhere around $450,000 given back to, um, Families, you know, trying to to keep their family together, or um, foster families looking to help help out um, and find their forever their forever kid. Um, so he this has definitely ex, uh, exploded more than he ever dreamed of it, and it keeps going. So um, we've got a lot of pretty cool stuff that I don't think any of us ever really anticipated um, coming up in 2019. So we're really excited about it. We've got people, honestly, we can't keep up with a number of people who are asking to host a match. Um, keep in mind that the three of us all have other full-time jobs. Oh,
0: yes.
1: um, so this isn't any one of our full-time jobs, though.
0: But it is a full-time <laughs> it feels job.
1: Like, it, it is a full-time job. So, um, that's why I kind of came on to help them. And so trying to to balance and keep the the Guardian spirit alive at the matches um you know we've kind of worked a lot on how we're going to uh play out 2019 and I think there's a lot of really exciting things that will just help help the Guardian become more um prevalent in the industry so
0: well I know a couple of months ago when we were able to sit down and chat um the NRL and the guardian are are working on trying to figure out ways to help promote each other in 2019 and maybe work together on some special projects as well. So we're still very excited and and definitely looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, we're, we're very excited about it. Um, I think both of our organizations have a very similar mindset and um, you know, bottom line goal to help the community and, and help the people um, that they can and that they reach. So, uh, we're definitely looking forward to what 2019 has to offer for the guardian and the NRL working together.
0: Absolutely. So before we get into 2019 though, we still have a match in 2018. Tell us about that.
1: We do. So we actually have a couple we've got, um, we've got one in Georgia, uh, that'll be at the arena in October. But the one that I've been working on, the one that I'm excited the most about is um, the match that we're have hosting, because I actually said we would get one in the, on the West Coast, and I did. Uh, we've got a match in December, on um, December 8th and 9th, and it'll be up at the Big Sandy um, up in Wikiup, Arizona. Um, it'll probably be one of the biggest matches in, in terms of number of shooters, um, for those of you guys who are familiar with Big Sandy, you know we've got quite a bit of uh, real estate to be able to use, um, and so we can accommodate a lot of shooters. So we're anticipating about 120 shooters, uh, which is one of the biggest, inter- um, I'm sorry, one of the biggest Guardian matches um, that we've had. Um, it's the first time that we've been able to bring this ministry over to the West Coast. Um, we've got some Guardian followers who are traveling from other states to come out here for the match but um with your help Travis we've been able to wrangle in a bunch of the the west coast NRL guys um from New Mexico and and Arizona and Nevada to come over and shoot with us in this match so we're excited about that
0: we're very excited as well because we are a squad sponsor you are and our squad's gonna win
1: well, remember, it's not about the squads that win, <laughs> but we, we do. We're, we're doing 10 um, stage sponsors. Um, so they're corporate sponsors that, that are going to sponsor a stage and a team um, and kind of work with that team throughout. The best thing about the Guardian um, that I don't think I mentioned, but the best thing that we – aside from the fact that it's truly about the kids um, – the next best thing about it is we we allow and we encourage coaching on the clock. So this platform is an area for new shooters who are getting into the sport that don't want to be overwhelmed by uniform shooters or a lot of people who are really, really competitive shooters. They don't want to be scared away from the sport, but they need to learn somehow. Right. And so the Guardian's done a really good job about welcoming those people in. Um, and help them so we do definitely have some very very seasoned experienced shooters who come and shoot our matches Um, but we have a lot of first-time shooters who come out with their hunting rifle they don't know really what the sport is about but they hear that one it's for kids and two it's a fun fun experience and they want to experience it for the first time so we we really really encourage shooting on every stage or i'm sorry coaching on every stage um while you're on the clock you know we want the spotter to to kind of give some corrections and help them get on target. It makes them feel good about themselves. I don't know many quote unquote professional shooters that don't enjoy coaching and helping somebody, you know, get their first hit or, um, you know, see the joy of, of a new shooter loving the sport and trying to, you know, um, encourage that. So that's one thing that we really, really strive for is trying to provide that very, non um non-competitive environment where every shooter regardless of their experience level enjoys it and they have fun and they learn from the sport
0: absolutely and it it, it is absolutely a a match that is designed to get newer shooters involved and the coaching and, and the whole nine yards is huge because i remember you know, my first couple of local club matches or or whatnot, I definitely needed that assistance. And that's what kind of helped build my confidence and being able to compete was knowing that I could make those tougher shots under a clock and that there were people out there willing to help me out. And that's just priceless. Yeah. Um,
1: and, And we like that. And we, we have some of the best sponsors in the industry. We have some of the best, um, companies in the industry come out and help us. They're providing us with some of the best equipment because obviously being a new shooter, you either don't have the access to the best equipment or you haven't really decided that you want to invest in in that. It's not a cheap sport, we all know. Um, and so you don't know yet if you're going to like it, so you don't want to spend all that money. So being able to have access to that quality product to see, hey, if I had really q- good quality products, and it helps me shoot better. Am I going to enjoy that this sport? Uh, so we get a we get, you know, a lot of donations. The way our prize table works different than a lot of the other matches is it's all a raffle based. So we have usually about at least forty thousand dollars in product in and or gift certificates on every table, um, and it's all a raffle based. So every ticket is five dollars. So nobody nobody gets any. Treatment. Everyone pays five bucks for a ticket, you can buy as many as you'd like, um, and it's just a raffle drawing. We've had people walk out with a fully complete custom new rifle, leaving a Guardian match.
0: Nice. Um,
1: and, and luckily, most of them have been new shooters, which is great. One of them was a youth shooter, uh, and he was able to walk away from his first match with basically every component um, of a, a brand new top-of-the-line custom rifle. Um, that clearly makes them want to shoot more, knowing that they have the best stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, we can't thank our sponsors enough um, because, again, we, you know, we try to provide that the best experience for all the shooters, regardless of what they're coming with. So, you know, we have demo rifles that we provide at some of the matches if someone's weapon goes down or if they just come equipped with know, a 243 hunting rifle for, <clears throat> excuse me, 1200 yards is, eh, you know, it's going it. to be a little bit of a struggle for them. So, you know, we've had plenty of people who are up their second weapon or um, we have demo guns that they can, they can shoot the match with. So
0: awesome. Well, speaking of demo guns, you know, the NRL, we have a couple of rifles, um, one specifically that was custom made for the NRL to use as a loaner rifle to a new shooter. And um, if it's needed, you want us to bring them out. We'll be more than happy to bring out as many uh, competition-built rifles as needed for you know what. We anybody. love that
1: because um, we might take you up on that, especially for the December match, because um, the the interest that I hear, um, especially on the West Coast, you know, a lot of people want to get involved in the sport and they want to try it out. They just don't have the equipment. Um, and we're trying to get youth into the sport via the Guardian as well. So we're looking at ways to get a couple of youth shooters um, coming to the Arizona match. We've got a couple in the um, uh, North Carolina match that we have coming up, uh, but we'd like to get a couple more. So I may take you up on that and see if we can't maybe get some uh, new youth shooters to, to use your setup. Perfect.
0: Great. You, you let me know what you need, and if it's in my safe, it's yours. Awesome. Thanks, Travis. Absolutely. And if it's something um, that needs to be custom fit for a youth shooter, you know, length of pull, something of that nature, we have some different options um, that we can, you know, get them adjusted uh, at the range to to fit them. Awesome. Great. Terrific. So you also touched on how the Guardian is a, it's an individual competition, but it allows coaching on the clock and some assistance. But... What I also found very interesting, and I don't recall if you do this for every Guardian match or if it's just the two days. I believe it's just the two days. But on the second day, you do kind of a squad scramble and create teams or something of that nature.
1: Yeah, so we do it on the on the two-day matches. Um, the way it works for the two-day matches is day one is individual shooters um, shooting by themselves, still on squads, but individual points. Um, we don't really award, uh, first, second, third place, any, any big award besides here's a trophy. Awesome. You did a great job. Um, but they don't get, you know, first run of the prize table or they don't get a special, you know, custom rifle or anything like that. Um, anything that we get donated, again, we like to put on the, the raffle table so we can raise as much money as we can. Rem- remembering that this is all about, sounds bad, but it's all about how much money can we make? Um, because all that money goes back to the kids. Um, so they get a trophy and that's about it. We recognize them. But then on day two, we take the entire roster in, um, order of placing from the previous day. And we match up the top shooter with the bottom scoring shooter. Um, the second top shooter with the the next one up and we match them all the way up so that the most inexperienced shooter is hopefully getting paired with one of the most experienced shooters out there and from from all of my personal experience and seeing this both the top shooter and the bottom shooter get just as much out of it at the end of the day um that top shooter loved having to spend that much time with somebody who wants to learn and that they can help the obviously the lower shooter just got paired with one of the top shooters around oftentimes, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big name. And they're like, well, gosh, I pretty much got a free day's worth of lessons. Right? <laughs> um, and, and we have seen so many um, continued friendships. It doesn't just end at the end of the match at, at one o'clock on Sunday when the, the event's over, we've seen that these guys have either stayed in touch Um, still communicate, they'll get back together and say, hey, I'm going to this match, this Guardian match, are you going to be able to go? doesn't mean they're ever going to get paired up together again. Um, But they've formed these lasting bonds that they probably wouldn't have ever been in the same place or had the same opportunity to to connect like they did. So um, we've seen a lot of that happen, especially this year.
0: That's awesome. And to... Us, you know, as far as the NRL and, you know, all of our different resources and outlets, that's the main reason why we got in the sport as well was the camaraderie and the friendships and developing those um, lifelong relationships that a lot of other sports you just don't get to see where, you know, a guy can walk on to a match for the first time and meet somebody who's been doing it five years and automatically become best friends. Right. And that's just, uh, that's just phenomenal.
1: Well, I've been traveling to all the um, Guardian matches with the exception of one so far this year, and everyone says, "Oh gosh, you're traveling again." At least it's for fun, right? I said, "Well, it's for work," and they're like, "Oh," and I said, "But actually, like, I can't even really say it's work. Like, it's fun. I enjoy going, and I don't even shoot. Um, I haven't even had an opportunity to shoot at one of the matches yet. Um, I but go, you will. And, <laughs> yes." Um, <laughs> This is how dedicated I am to the fun part of it. I mean, I, granted, I'm going to help the Guardian, of course, but I enjoy everybody that, that the group of people that associates with the Guardian, even if they're new and they've never been to a match, the relationships that we form, there's almost an instant um, connection in that there's a common interest, um, obviously a common commonality. We're there to help kids. Um, I can't barely walk right now. And there's not much stopping me from getting on the plane at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning to fly to North Carolina um, for a two-day match out there. So, um, (laughs) no, I just, again, it's for the kids. Um, And if I can do anything to help, um, you know, make the event more successful so that people will continue to come back, people will continue to talk about the Guardian, I'm going to do it. Um, I may be sitting down the whole time. Um, someone might be wheeling me off the airplane, but, (laughs) but I'll be there. Um, and so, uh, just the fact that like, like I said, I've, I've, you and I just through obviously the NRL, but also through the guardian and talking have you know, gotten to know each other better. Um, you know, and I can say that for, you know, 30 to 40 other people that I talk to on a regular basis all through the guardian, um, and who all have the same, the same goal in mind is just let's help as many kids as we can.
0: Absolutely. So for everybody listening, how do they get more involved? How, where, where do we go? What websites, how do we register for the matches? Break it down uh, for us.
1: Basically the best place to start is with the guardian website. It's guardianlongrange.com, Um, and then find us on Instagram and Facebook guardian Longrange. If you can't find us on there, find me, find the McMillan page, um, if you can't find the guardian, you must be living under a rock because it's out there all the time. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but, but, uh, you know, and then one thing I would encourage, you can, you can register through the the website. Um, it'll list the remaining matches. So we've got an October match, um, in Georgia, and then we've got the December match in Arizona. That'll be the final match for 2019. And then we'll start again, um, currently probably sometime around April, uh, with our first match of the new year. Um, we'll have registration up for that shortly. Um, but what I would encourage you is, one, find a match that's in a place that you haven't been. Um, make a trip out of it. Bring your family. We encourage family. We encourage friends and kids to be there. Um, and then bring somebody with you to shoot so that you're not doing it by yourself. You'll feel more comfortable with somebody you know who's interested. You can have that person to lean on, even though you're going to make 55 new friends um but that way you can feel comfortable you have someone there with you um and you can make it a memorable experience
0: terrific and you can help kids which is the most important part it is and you have fun helping kids
1: you do um uh, gosh i mean i probably come back from a guardian um having worked out more at the Guardian match, and actually not worked out just from laughing. I mean, we we have so many stories. Everyone shares something. It's just so low pressure that even on and he might he might get on me for this, but there's a pretty well known personality who at the last Guardian match decided to shoot in heels, um, <laughs> and, and that's circulating the. The internet as well so it's just fun we just i mean we are definitely safe we make sure we take all the precautions uh to have a safe event but next to being safe we want to have fun we want it to be enjoyable um and if you're not enjoying it you're in it for the wrong reasons you're at the guardian match for a wrong, the wrong reasons so um we just have fun we like to have fun
0: and you know all of i've heard nothing but great things about all of your matches but I'm really excited for the December match because that's going to be the first Guardian match that I have the opportunity to shoot with friends of mine. Um, But what I'm really excited about that night is the aftermatch festivities of barbecuing with each other because for the most part, we all stay on site. Yeah. And that's going to be a ton of fun.
1: So that's the one thing that I haven't really been able to get out yet because I'm waiting to try to not release too much information and too much detail oh, about no 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 you're fine too much detail about what we're going to do but still encourage people that we are in the middle of the desert right travis i mean oh, yeah. there's nothing around so when i say plan on camping people kind of look at me like i'm crazy no plan on camping that's the best thing rent a, an rv from a site for 100 bucks a night it's cheaper than the hotels you're going to get in kingman um six or eight of you can all cram into an rv for the weekend and then we all camp on site and we are. We're going to have a potluck um, the night before on Friday night. We'll have some other activities on Friday night that we'll, we'll share with everybody. Uh, probably some training for the newbie shooters. We've got a couple of uh, pretty well respected uh, experts in the field that are going to come out and do some training on Friday night. We're going to have, um, you know, the potluck on Friday evening. We're going to do some type of cookout and. Social gathering on Saturday. Uh, details of that are still being worked out, but it is. I mean, that's the one thing about other matches that you usually you shoot the match and you go back to your hotel. Right.
0: Good or bad about
1: being in the middle of the desert. Um, there isn't a hotel for about an hour, um, and I don't. We don't want to drive that far. No. After the match, we also don't want to get up at three o'clock to get out there in time to to shoot in the morning. So everybody just kind of hangs out and you know, socializes and um, gets to know each other on a different level. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I know, I'm guessing your whole crew is going to camp out. Oh, yeah. um, so our whole crew, I can tell you right now, we're probably going to have at least 30 to 40 people camping. If it's nice. anything like some of the other matches we've had there. How many people did we have at the last match? At the NRL um, match?
0: I think over there it was like 120 plus.
1: But camping?
0: Oh, camping, it was like 70 or 80 people. Yeah.
1: So at I suspect... Those that have signed up, that were at that match, that have signed up, the ones that I know of, all still plan on doing the same thing. That's kind of a, a thing for um, the big Sandy. So getting people who are not familiar with that range to understand that um, that that's been, you know, that'll be something different because that's not like any other Guardian match that we've had. Um, most of them are in a little bit more of a uh, an area that's got
0: um, you hotels know, and accommodations. Close.
1: Yeah. Um, and it, and it's more of a public range. That's, that's the difference. This isn't, this is private land. Um, it's not a public range, so we have, we have a little bit more uh, freedom to do some things. It'll be exciting.
0: It's very exciting. So again, quick transition, because we're almost up on time. McMillan, what's going on? Anything new that we can talk about? I mean, I know we're a few months away from SHOT Show or keep everything yeah. under wraps.
1: No, you know, um, we, because obviously you've seen our production process, it takes a while. So we, we start, and when we have an idea of, of something new or modification to a stock or a new line of stocks, you know, we of course take the opportunity to, at SHOT Show to display it, but we don't necessarily wait <clears throat> Excuse me, until SHOT Show to announce it. So the, the biggest things that we're working on right now, um, super preliminary stages, but um, with some of this, with the sport growing so much and the interest from women to get involved in the sport, um, we are working on uh, with a couple of of our friends who help us out, um, <clears throat> Regina, uh, <laughs> gonna help us out. and uh, we're looking at trying to tailor a stock um, to fit the women in the industry just a little bit better. Not that any of our stocks on the market can't be can't accommodate a woman. I just made myself a rifle. Um, but there are a few things that if, if in a perfect world we could change, which it's our world, so we can change it. Um, so we're starting to work on, um, a a, a new design that'll be geared specifically towards women that'll help, um, you know, ergonomics with that. Um, so that'll be coming out soon, but, um, with the growing, growing sport uh we've introduced our new a6 model stock and we've got an a6 and an a6 prs um and they're basically modified versions of the a5 we've slimmed uh i'm sorry not slimmed but taken off the sides of the fore end. they're smooth we've taken off the texture allows you guys to ride barricades and and walls and things a little bit better without all that texture on the side or the rounded foreign um the prs model has eliminated the butt hook uh, so it's the butt of an a3 so it's smoother and allow you guys to write on bags or other things so uh, those are the two newest stocks um, we're still working on more we've still got a couple more coming out we've got a6 uh, super mags and a5 super mags for those big caliber 375 shy tags things like that the so big the exact stock just blown up Um yeah. And, and obviously we're uh, on the other end of the sport and more of the ERL and in the competition. We've got a lot of new stocks, um, the Kestros line, um, the exit for F class, F open and all of that stuff. So um, while I tend to focus more on the precision side, um, NRL, Guardian, that type of shooting, my dad focuses more and spends more time at, which he's in Raton now for the Nationals, um, for uh, the more, you know, F-class um, ELR type stuff. And so we're, we're kind of branching out. Well, I shouldn't say branching because we've always been there. Uh, you know, we're continuing to grow in the, both those areas.
0: Well, that's phenomenal. And, you know, from a shooter's perspective, we truly appreciate everything that you and your family has done for the growth and the innovation and the support of the sport in every aspect. Um, It's been phenomenal. And of course, from, you know, the NRL, we appreciate you guys being a a sponsor for all of our matches. And we definitely look forward to um, positive growth in the industry and new relationships between the Guardian, the NRL, and of course, Um, McMillan. We
1: We enjoy it. We, we're honored that uh, we're able to participate. Um, you know, our we're only going to be as successful as, as a business as the sport is. Um, and when I say the sport, the whole shooting industry in general, or the whole shooting sport. So as much as we can give back, you know, the industry has been good to us for the 45 years. Um, so we're all about trying to encourage uh, and continue with the growth of the sport. So we appreciate. NRL providing us the opportunity to be a part of it.
0: Absolutely. So from here, it looks like we're going to wrap it up. Um, we'll make sure for everybody who's listening, we're going to have links on the different podcasts and things of that nature for the guardian McMillan, um, the NRL announcements with the uh, guardian, which will be coming out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully sometime soon, um, which are very, I think we're both very excited. You can't tell right now, but we're both smiling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're excited. (laughs) Um, But it's tons of great stuff. So we appreciate everybody tuning in today. We wish everybody the best. Be safe. Keep shooting. And we look forward to seeing you guys at the range. Thanks,
1: Travis.
0: Thank you.